I sit down and instantly, as soon as I load the game up and I get into my first game, I start shaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like that. Am I gonna lose? You know, like, and I, and that's why I struggle to play so many, like, online games against other people now. Mm-hmm. Is that I have this such strong feeling of if I'm if I'm losing, then it's not right. Right. You know, and I hate that feeling. Yeah. So a lot of single player games and shit have been my stuff recently. Yeah. And I, Overwatch is the only first person game that I can play first person shooter that's like competitive like that. <laughs> I'm your host Wyatt, and with me is always my co-host David. What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode. Yeah, man, we got some uh, exciting stuff going on. We're gonna be talking about uh, paranoia. Is the mental health that we're gonna cover for this week? Uh, we got some topics that we have picked out that we're gonna cover, and then we're gonna pro- round off the episode with our weekly affirmations like we do every week. Oh yeah. All right. Sound good. Plan as usual. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let's get it. You know, uh, why don't you start us off with three things that you're grateful for? Um. The first thing um, I'm going to talk about being grateful for is um, imagination and, you know, just the ability to uh, think and be free and think of anything crazy. You know, everyone's always like, you shouldn't talk about what ifs, you know, because they're not real or whatever. But no, it's just nice to have that what if, you know, think about it. Like, what if I didn't make this right turn and then boom, somebody ran that red light and then someone hit me, you know, it's just like, yeah, those are things you don't want to think about, but those options are there. Yeah, you know, but also and also just imagination that goes along with everything else, you know, like uh, whenever you read a story, the fact you're able to picture it in your head, picture in your head so well, like a movie, yeah. you know, type of thing. It's just it's one thing I'm really grateful for. Yeah, it, it's nice to have, you know, not yeah. everybody has that imagination. Everyone just kind of sticks to the real world. And yeah, and so. all the rewards that we get from it, too, like all the movies, all the, the books, the fiction books. You know? Right. Because I'm definitely a sci fi fantasy guy. You know, like if I'm going to be reading anything, it's probably going to be either about some type of overcoming something or it's going to be about like sci-fi fantasy. Right. And I, I, I guarantee you half those things didn't happen to Stephen King. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. like it's a, it's a, it's great. Like the, the, the person can come up with so many stories like that that are all over a thousand pages long. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. But it, like it, it, it's Harry Potter is so interesting. You know, such a strong point to a lot of kids like coming coming up. Right, you know? right, and just like, but dude, that whole even like Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that whole those whole series are just so like, there's so much that goes into all of them. You know what I mean? Like, and like I'm talking like there's whole backstories behind certain characters and like that go on. You like now they're making these TV shows for them and stuff like that. Yeah. But like there are so much backstory behind every little thing, like the people you see in this. Uh, town we're from actually a town over because this one got destroyed and that's why they're there at that moment right. you know what i mean like yeah. type of thing it's, it's crazy yeah but um another thing i'm grateful for is uh my own blessings man you know um it's you know uh not not, not nothing like that maybe anybody else can really uh per se that it pertains to them but me myself um, I mean, yes, there were times in our lives when they weren't good, but overall in our later lives, times were mostly good, yeah. you know, and, uh, just the way we were able to, you know, smoke in our house and whatever, it's just stuff you got to be grateful for because not everyone has those opportunities. And, uh, a lot, a lot of people might think it's stupid to, you know, to be always, you're, you're grateful for smoking in your house. Yes. Because a lot of people have to go outside in negative 20 degree weather just to go, uh, hit their vape. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and stuff like that. And, like, to me, uh, I'm just really grateful for that because we had cool parents that were just like, you know what? It's your own body. It's your own choice. Do it. It's it's on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but um, <clears throat> the last thing I'm grateful for is uh, I had it. I had, oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say that uh, I'm grateful for both ends, uh, especially, like, the e-sickly stuff mm. because... Like, I have this discussion with a lot of people. It's like, especially in the line of work I'm in, I work, I work with a lot of older people. Right. And they all smoke cigars and cigarettes. And then, you know, they give me shit about smoking the e-cigs, mm-hmm. you know. And they're just like, like, why? Why do you, like, why do you do it? And I'm like, honestly, it's mostly because it's selfish. Because uh, the reason why is because a lot of people won't let you smoke cigarettes in their house because they smell but they don't care if you hit it, hit an e-cig. And like you said, so then, especially living in Illinois, 
you don't have to go outside in the middle of winter to fucking hit your hit your e-cig. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, it's, and it's not it's not as like harsh of a smell. You know, some exactly. of them even smell good. Right. And know? then that's one of the biggest things about cigarettes that people don't realize. Yeah, it, you, you know, you're you're smoking, you're doing your thing, right? But it, cigarettes also affect other people because yeah. of the smell. The smell yeah. and the, the the dirtiness it leaves behind. Yeah. You know, 100%. that is it, it is scientifically proven that your walls were turned yellow from cigarette smoke. Yeah. You is. know, like it's it's gross and yeah. you know and it's not a big deal to them because they get used to the smell. Mm-hmm. So they don't even know that they smell anymore. Right, you know, but it's like every everybody can smell it. Mm-hmm. Everyone, and it's not an enjoyable smell. And no. most cigarette smokers will say that, but they just don't smell it anymore. Right, you know, it's just not an enjoyable smell. Yeah, and I, dude, I know that this is kind of like a little deep or whatever, but it's like I know a lot of people who like PTSD is linked to cigarette smoke. Yeah, because of like their parents would smoke cigarettes. Yeah, and then and then after they got away from them, they weren't around people that smoked cigarettes anymore. So the only time that they smell it is uh like well, obviously when they go around older people, but the only point of reference they have is back when they were living with their parents with all that shit going on. Yeah, you know, so it's like just instant flashback. And I know that's not on the cigarette smokers' fault, you know, side, mm-hmm. but it uh, you know, it's a real thing. You know. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, just like. Even that, because, like, I have coworkers and stuff I like to hang out with, and they smoke cigarettes and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But uh, my, my biggest thing is, like, they're, they're, uh, they understand, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, hey, like, if the windows are accidentally locked, hey, man, can you roll my, uh, can you unlock my window? I need to smoke a cigarette. They just yeah. so spark it. And they're like, hey, you smoking a cigarette? Roll your window right. down. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, they make sure that they roll. Right. That's you my know. grandfather. Dude, there's so many. I, I've been trapped in the car with him, and uh, we were driving up to Iowa. Yeah. And. Dude, it was like chilly, so he had the heat on, and then he would smoke a cigarette, and I would go to roll down the window. Uh-huh. And he'd be like, what are you doing? Why are you letting the heat out? I'm like, you're smoking a cigarette. So? <laughs> you know, why are you letting the heat out? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, dude, you're fucking... You're killing us. So yeah, you're we're giving dude. us both lung cancer right. in here. And he smokes non-filters, too. Oh, my God. So that's fuckers. I'm rough. Man. Yeah, that's gross. That's gross. Yeah. But... Yeah. Now, the last thing I'm grateful for... Dude, oh my god, have you ever... Sorry. Did, no, you're good, you're have good. Have you ever, uh, like, drank somebody's fucking cigarette? Can? Oh my god. I've gotten close, and I've, like, I've gotten my lips to it and realized... Oh, I've done this so many times. Yeah, we so did. So many times. Uh, Especially, like, at parties. Like, oh. back in high school. Dude, that was the worst, because people would just, like, have... There's, like, 15 cans with fucking cigarette butts in it. Uh-huh. You know, and then you're like, oh, this one's mine, and then the one right next to you is the one... Someone's been using it as an ashtray. Right, you and just you grab the wrong one. You just, oh, oh god, it's the worst, dude. Oh, I've had it happen with like cigarette dip. You know, people oh, spit. Oh no, yeah. you just drank somebody's yeah. spit. Yeah, yeah. Spit yeah. You just <laughs> spit it out. Yeah, no, I, I, that I threw up. Yeah, yeah. Because that was we were fucking. This is when I was in Minnesota actually, and I was working with my boss, and we were doing like um, some like work outside of the company at somebody else's place. And uh, it was a fucking hot day, dude, and we were busting our ass. We were, like, moving gravel and shit. This is, like, a side job. Right. You know? And uh, I fucking jumped in the car, and it's a Pepsi can. And, I, like, we ran out of water. Oh, You know, shit. and I, we were just dying of thirst. So you just swig? Yeah, and I was like, hey, can I grab a drink of that? He's like, yeah, sure. You know, and he's, like, in the back of the car loading the rest of the shit up, you know? And I, I fucking grabbed some, and it was just fucking dip spit. Oh. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's gross. What? What? You get uh, throw up? Yeah, I yeah, fucking like because I, I swallowed it. Yeah. You know? Oh. Yeah, I, didn't, I was so thirsty. Right. You, know you just swallowed the first goal. Right. Right. You know, and so I didn't even like, and then I, the flavor set in. You know, and uh, that's how I knew. You know, and I was like, and I put it down. And I got out of the truck, and I and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, and then I just threw up. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you drank the spit, didn't you?" Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. no. No. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I can't even. Uh, I can't even <laughs> fathom that. Yeah. Because I have bad. a story like related to that, but it had nothing to do with me drinking it. I mean, I almost got fired because I wouldn't jump in a dumpster full of fucking dip spit. Yeah. Yeah, because like um, when I was working at my first job as a furniture delivery guy, uh-huh. um, they would all dip. You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. you can't smoke a cigarette in the building. Right. And uh, they would just, like, throw their, like, dump their bottles out in the dumpster and all that shit. Because they yeah. would often just carry a water bottle because you can close it and bring it with you. Yeah. And uh, it w- and it had been raining and the dumpster was sitting open all night. And yeah. they wanted me to get in the dumpster and pack it down. Okay. Yeah. And 
my i'm still i i mean i'm just using this as an excuse you know i'm 17 i have shorts on you know it's i'm in my right these shoes actively right here you know what i mean like they're just nikes and uh he's like i need you to get in the dumpster and put it down and i look outside and i'm like i can't do that i'm sorry and he was like what i was like i i'm sorry it's been raining all day. You guys throw your dipstick in there all day. I'm sorry. I can't do that. We push it down with sticks and stuff as much as we could. Right. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to get in that dumpster. Yeah. And he was like, okay. Goes and clocks me out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like took my thing. Yeah. He's like, you can go home. Right. Yeah. I didn't get fired, but uh, he didn't like me after that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I was respectful about it, but, hey, no, Dipspit is fucking gross, man. I want nothing to do with it, nothing to be around it or whatever. Yeah, I was just be trying that shit. Like, I remember when we were up in Minnesota, like, we would all take, like, turns fucking, uh, we had this, like, automatic log splitter SAR all in one machine. Like, it would chop them, and then it would, like, go keep going up the conveyor belt, and then at the top it would split them. Yeah. Okay? And then it takes three people to run it, you know? And then there's, like, a guy in the bobcat, a guy uh, loading it in, making sure that it's loading in properly. Right. it's, like, you can load multiple, and then it kind of all fall in. Okay, yeah. sometimes they get stuck in shit. So there's a person there, and then there's a person at the end mo- sh- shuffling around the piles so this way the wood can keep coming. Okay. Okay? So uh, it's a fucking downpour. It's been raining for, like, two days straight, you know? Okay. And we're, like, falling behind on the fucking wood. Right. Because that's how it's, like... Getting, it's like fall time, so it's cold, and that's how we heat our facility is with because at the place we make wood burning uh, hot water heaters and furnaces. So we have one of our machines powering our place, you know, heating our place. Right. So uh, we need wood, and it's been raining for days, you know. And he's like, "We need you guys to go out there and do it." And we're like, "No, dude, <laughs> no." You know, like we'll run out there and load it and put wood in there to keep it warm in here, but like. We're not staying out there for four fucking hours right. in that rain, dude. And uh, then he got the meth out, dude, to do it. Really? Yeah, there was this guy who would, like, actively smoke meth and shit. Yeah. Was <laughs> uh, only that one guy? Yeah. <laughs> and this dude was just wild, bro. I remember, like, at one point, he just, like, comes, like, into the building, slamming the... He's like, fuck this shit! <laughs> fuck this! Yeah. Just covered, bro. Just yeah. drenched in fucking rain. You know? Because he was just out there by himself. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, and then he just, like, goes back outside. That's it. And he keeps doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he's a fucking addict. He needs his money. Right. You know? and can't he, smoke he, it if you can't buy it. Right, and he probably thought his job was on the line. Probably. You know, you know? And, but they weren't going to let us go for that. I mean, no. Know? They were going to try and push us to do it. Right. But they weren't going to Make you feel bad about it. it. Yeah. You know? You know? But, and then it stopped raining the next day. It just did it the next day. Right. You know? So... <laughs> Yeah, but the, that dude's fucking for the day. Yeah, that guy, he was fucking losing his shit, bro. That guy was wild to watch, man. It'd it's, be like fucking... You could hear him through the garage door. God fucking damn it! Yeah, dude, it'd be like literally like negative 20, negative 30 degrees outside, and this guy's working in a t-shirt just drenched in sweat. Yeah. It's <clears> wild, bro. That's not okay. That's wild, dude. And like, you would see him coming back in from lunch break, and he's just... Uh, you guys ready to go back to work, huh? Like, hey. dude, we still got 15 minutes. All right, all right. I'll, I'll just go back to work then. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, all right, dude. Oh, God, no. Uh, we we had a woman like that at our work. Yeah. Yeah, active, like, right, like, probably like three weeks ago, you know? Yeah. And she would come back from lunch and be like, whoa, that lunch was hitting, you know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And she'd be like, y'all ready to do that? We're standing on a line putting candy in boxes. Right, right, and she's right. like, y'all ready to go? Woo! You know, like, yeah. you see her, she'd be like, Standing there, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or she'd be turning around. How you guys doing? Yeah. What's up, guys? You know, whatever. Just right. constantly doing something. Right. You know, it was, yeah, it was. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's bad that, you know, those people are all that way, but sometimes they just fucking make the day. You know what I'm right. Well, yes, yes and no. I mean, I have never had any bad experiences with them. You know, I feel like they're there, but they understand they need to work. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Because, yeah. uh, like, I feel like if, if they didn't understand that part, they would just be on the street. You know right, what yeah. I mean? So, like, they're, they're there working at least. And a lot of times they work a lot harder. Yeah. Just at a lot worse kind of style. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. like, you yes. know what I mean? Like, they're there and they're fucking pushing this shit, but they're throwing bags on the floor. Right. You know what I mean? They're, they're ripping shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that's why this guy was like kind of like the bitch with the shop. Like he would just do all the extra shit. Like if there was a lot of grinding that needed to be done, right. like he was on that job. Or if like we needed to sweep up and clean, take the garbage out, like that was him. Oh okay. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it was like anything that he can't fuck up. Right. But it's just nice to have those people in the shop like that to take care of those little jobs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stuff no one else wants to do. Yeah, exactly. Or when you gotta sit at the horizontal bandsaw for four fucking hours. You oh know, fuck it's that. Like that guy can do that. <laughs> right. You know, you can watch him jump up and down for four hours. Right. You know? It's a boring job. Mm-hmm. You know. For him, it was twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> and you got a full day's of cardio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they stay so fit, bro. Right. This guy was fat though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. that. That don't make sense. No, no. So, but yeah, what's your third thing? All right, so um, just uh, like these festivals and concerts that I've been going to, I'm pretty sure I've probably had this one before, but uh, I want to make sure that, like I really like I really like the release you get that is it's, it's different, you know. That's like it really I don't know. It's weird. I like that draining feeling after when you're done. You're like you finally got that energy out, and you're like okay, you know, like I finally get to go to bed and have a nice fucking sleep or whatever. And mm-hmm. I find you know I had a good ass time. I had I made memories, you know, yeah. and just like that kind of I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's nice to have, you know, and uh, I feel like most concert goers, they could be in for any type of category, get that feeling. You know, if you just constantly like going to shows and seeing people live, just that feeling of being there and then that drained after, it's just, I don't know, to me, I like that feeling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Dude, it's funny because I feel like you get the same thing out of going to concerts as I get out of like a good hard day of work. Mm-hmm. Like when I, when I get in my car after a hard days of work and I like busted my fucking ass. There's this, like, sense of euphoria that I get, and it just, like, overcomes me, where, like, when I get in my car, and I take that breath, and I'm just, you know, out of breath, beaten up, fucking, just beaten down, right? you know, and I know I gave that day my fucking 100%, there's there's just no better feeling than that. Oh, it's, yeah. it's the greatest fucking feeling ever, you know? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's good. That's a good feeling to have. Yeah, yeah. But what are you grateful for? Yeah, so one thing I'm grateful for is my boss at work. We recently got a new boss, like, two, three months ago. And, uh, dude, he's just completely changed everything, you know, at work. Like, for the good? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and so it's made me not... And I never despised or hated my job, but there was a while where I just could have cared less for it. Right. You know, where I wasn't really motivated to go in there and, like, you know, do bust my ass like I was just saying. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it felt like I was just kind of running, like, the, the rat race. You know, but uh, ever since he came in, like, you know, he's not only me, but making all me and my coworkers feel heard. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of things that go on at our work that just like, why? Just why? Why is it? Why do you do it this way? Why are you guys doing it this way? You guys are making our job so much fucking harder. Right. You know, and then we've been able to voice those and things are changing and for the better. You know? Right. Right. And so, uh, uh, yeah. And, you know, I. We spend a lot of time at work, so that's a big part of our week. Right, it's half our life. Yeah, so so I'm grateful that he stepped up and made things right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm super grateful for that. Another thing, and I know I've said this before, but uh, it's family. Yesterday we went over to uh, my girlfriend's aunt's house, and uh, she had some family come in from out of state, and they've helped us out a lot with our daughter, like sending us clothes and stuff. So we got to see them, and it fantastic you know i know i said family last week but uh it just really become my, my circle's awesome i cannot complain oh you yeah know? so and then the last thing is nice weather like as it continues to stay nice and get nice i mean we've had some rainy days but just with the, the sun being out it just makes me realize how, how much like winter blues are a real thing you know what i'm saying and how much it affects at, at least for me my mental state and you know how i feel every day Right. You know, so I'm super grateful for all this nice weather we're having right now. You know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, I got some questions, though. Okay. <laughs> some of them are, uh, seem very surface level, like this, right? Like, how do you feel about clothes? How do you like clothes? I like them to an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, overall, I feel like I could be a, uh, I feel like I could be a pretty uh, free guy, you know what I mean? Like I could, I could easily see like just like walk, like I don't know, like it's weird because like clothes are there to help you, but for me they only need to be really be there like in winter, you know what I mean? Yeah. They keep you warm, you know what I mean? Like if if I was to go, I would just go shirtless and a pair of shorts and socks, 
Yeah. That'd be my go-to every day. Yeah. You know, like, but, like, overall, I mean, it's just weird and not natural for you not to wear clothes. Really? That's what you, like, if you could wear one outfit for every day for the rest of it, that's where you go? I mean, if it was, like, if I, like, you know, it like, if it looked, I would say, if it, you know, like, if it looked good or whatever and, like, it wasn't, fr- like, looked on weird, yes. Yeah, so, like, you're going to be forever the perfect temperature no matter what you wear, like an NPC character, and you're just going to pick. The shorts and some socks and shoes. Oh my god! Now see, now I, I mean, at that point, like, I mean, yeah, no, I fuck it, I could do it. Yeah. I could be the shirtless dude, the yeah. dude who's always skins on the basketball court. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's <laughs> wild, bro. For me, yeah, I've thought about this a lot. You know, for me, it's a sweatshirt, jeans, and some shoes. Do you need a shirt under that sweatshirt? Um, I prefer one. Yeah. Probably so, two shirts. Two. Yeah. I forget, you're like a hermit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I typically do like a tank top, you right. know, and then a t-shirt, and then my sweatshirt. You're a cold demon in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that's my go-to, you know? But, I mean, I don't know. That's a weird question, you know what I mean? Because, like, overall... But, yeah, dude, if I was going to pick, like, a, just an outfit to wear every day, it would just be, like, a sweatshirt, uh, jeans, and uh, socks and shoes. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I don't know. Would you like? Would you have to like take a shirt under that or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I almost always am wearing at least two layers, like a like a tank top and then a t shirt. So I want my tank shirt, tank top, tank shirt, <laughs> tank top, t shirt, and then my sweatshirt. Okay. And then yeah, jeans, socks, and shoes. That's what that's what I feel most comfortable. With. Hmm. But going back to the, the question is like the reason why I'm asking is because like when say you were getting a paycheck for twenty thousand dollars today, right? Like, are you going out and buying a bunch of fucking like name brand clothing? No, I'm just gonna buy something that looks good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. stuff that'll fit. That like it doesn't have to necessarily be expensive. It just has to look good. Right. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily like stick out either. It just has to look good on you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. It's that's a weird question. Like, you know, how do you feel about clothes? Like. It's weird. Yeah. Because everyone's always, you know, taught to wear pretty much as much, as, I would say almost as much clothes as possible. You know, wear two, you know, wear your socks, wear your shoes, wear your pants, shirt, sweatshirt, wear a hat if you, uh, wear a hat, like if it, well, if it's cold, you got to wear a hat. If you have long hair, you pretty much got to wear a hat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's always, there's just so much. But. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. But that's the thing. I like it though. Just because, like, I got sent to it. You know, and so, like, that, that's why I'm always wearing all these clothes, because you're, like, it, I don't know, it's comfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, that, that that's why I wear so many layers and stuff. Yeah. And I'm grateful enough that I don't have, like, a sweating issue. You know, like, I don't, you're lucky. you know, like, when we be at work and it's, like, a super hot days, mm-hmm. like, people, like, they'll, you know, like, wear a gray shirt, and by the end of the day, their shirt's, like, black, you know, because of sweat. Right. You know, and it's, like, I barely have any sweat stains, you know, at all. You know, I just don't sweat like that, you know, so, so that's just for me. I know it's going to be a lot different for everybody else. So. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You got, uh, you got anything exciting going on in the next seven days? Uh, to be specific, the next seven days, no. Uh, I want to go swimming. Yeah. You know, a lot of, like, I was saying, like, tomorrow we should go out, like, we should go out swimming or something for mm-hmm. Memorial Day, but I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be packed. That's then. That's what I said too, but then I was like, also I want to go swimming, yeah. you know. So, yeah. but uh, I mean, anything specific this next seven days? No. Um, you gotta have something going on. Work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you gotta find something. You gotta find something to be excited about. I mean, yeah, but like overall, you know, like for me, like I I find stuff going on in the future and then I plan for. It's usually like a month ahead, you know. Yeah. Like for the next seven days, I don't have anything planned, but like. Uh, beginning uh or end of June, early July. There's a lot going on. Like there should be two weeks full full of just parties. Yeah. You know, like there's an outdoor block party in Chicago at the beginning of July That's with true. uh some DJs that are. It's sick. It's like a pop up show kind of thing. Okay. You know. Yeah. And it's a it's in a parking lot. It's outdoor. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be sick. Uh, me and uh Bubba are probably gonna go. Nice. But and, and that's why I was like. If these people, if people really want to see what it's like, I mean, a lot of people don't like indoor venues, right? You know, so I was like, this is gonna be your option. 
Yeah. It's just in a parking lot. It's a pop-up show. There's two really good names there. Yeah. And then re- the rest are kind of like... Uh, I know there's one other name that's super big. I just don't know him. Okay. Um, but it's going to be it's gonna be huge, you know? Yeah. And uh, tickets are like 40 bucks. I think yeah. like, it was like 32 when we looked last time. Right. So, But like overall, it's like... I don't know. It's weird. It's it's just a. Uh, I forget what I was talking about. Your pop up. Oh yeah, yeah, the pop up show. But um. We were talking about being excited. Right, right. So um, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, there's that pop up show coming up at the beginning of uh, July. But other yeah. than that, like, there's a few other small DJs coming out here, but a lot of them are 21 plus. Yeah. You know, so I can't go to them yet, sadly. Yeah. But dude, I I got excited because Rick got a notification that. For, to go see Wild and Out for $25, you know? And I was like, oh, shit, yeah, 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 let's go. You know, I'm like, I was going to buy three tickets, me, you, and Britt. Right. You know? And then, uh, so, like, we go, it's, like, through Ticketmaster, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, we're going, and we're, like, going through all the steps or whatever, and finally it shows us the seating, and it's in an arena, and it's all the way fucking up. I said, no. Yeah, yeah, no. Not for a show like that, right? You know it's like it's like a more of like a it be like a, like a comedy club, right? You know, like and it's like redo the stage, <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, where everyone's kind of on the ground level. Like you get a few higher seats up in the back so everyone can see, right, right, right. But, exactly. other, but other than that, like there's gonna be seven hundred people between me and the stage, like, right? No, dude, right, not, not not for something like that, right? And Wild and not twenty one plus. No, so I was that's what I was looking at, and so I think it's because it's an arena, not a club. Same you know? thing with the Excision show. Uh, we went to the one ex- uh, Excision, the one really big DJ. He had a show out here called the Arena. It was uh-huh. at the Now Arena, yeah, yeah. and um, it was an all age show. Right. You know, like we seen like twelve year olds there, thirteen year olds there, and I'm like, wow. I mean, I get it. You know, you want to go out, take the kid out or whatever. But main event is across the street. Right. You know, like if you want to take your kid out, go there. Right. right you know, right. that's an entertainment place. Yeah. You know, like I'm sorry, but like. You're at a concert with people who, like, and this isn't your normal, just people who are drunk there just to, you know, see some. These are people who are on a shit ton of drugs. Yeah. You know, like, these are some of the, like, most drug-filled crowds there is. Yeah. Is like, these raves and EDM shows that I'd be going to. Yeah. And it's, uh, I don't think that's a place for a, a child. Right. And that was actually, like, the last show two weeks ago. Uh, it was an all-age show that we went to up in Milwaukee. But it's just, like, and there are... Parents like with their eight and nine year olds there, bro. Yeah. You know, like, and they just bring so, their kids. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, this is not the place to bring them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. You know, they may, and like, I doubt they really even like this music. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, well, they probably did. They probably just saw that, like, there was a show that night. And it was buy one, get one free. Yeah, exactly. And it's all ages. Right. So like, all right, we're going to go see this, this guy. Excision. Yeah, well, yeah, but this one was Midnight Tyrannosaurus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that, and, like, that's honestly even, like, a little, like, to me, like, they, these are, these, this is, like, a dude who, uh, who's, like, an OG. He has, like, the weird fans, the people who get fucked up at their right, shows, right, you know, right. like, Liquid Stranger is another big one who has people that are just, like, super, that, they're, like, I wouldn't, they're the weirdo type. Yeah. You know, it's the best way to category, uh, category them. Like, you know, it's. It's, and it's just not a place for children right. at all. You know, there's mosh pits going on, people who are fucked up, people who are looking to fight people because it's a night out, and, you know, and then they're trying to get pussy but didn't get any pussy. Right, right, you know, right. like, it's just like, it's not the place for children. Yeah. Please don't bring your children to these things. Yeah, yeah. You know, wait until they're 18 and then they can go, uh, and like, rightfully so, right. and when they're an adult. Right. So, but like, overall, just don't bring your children to the raves or EDM shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really got too much going on in the next seven days that's too, super exciting, but I am excited because, so we're on day two of three days off, right? I go back to work for three days, then I'm off for another three days. Oh, shit. You know, so that I am excited for. Do you get paid for Monday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's even better. Yeah, because we just switched to uh, four times. Oh, is that this week? Yeah, starting this week, yeah. So we only got to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, 10 hours. And then we get paid for the 10 hours on Monday. So we'll hit a 40 hours that's in three days. Oh, so you can start coming to shows with us on Fridays. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, oh, this third day. It's going to change everything. Everything. Then mm-hmm. that's what I really enjoyed about Wrigley, too. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Um, but the candy company yeah. that uh, we worked at was having the uh, that 
that right there at the end for the last like six months, we did four tens, right. you know, and it was three in the afternoon to one thirty in the morning, you know, but like realistically, you don't use that time for really much anything important anyways. Right. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, I don't want to give up my, my afternoons. I, I do so much. You can do that before you go to work. Exactly. And honestly, you're better off going shopping at 10 through, uh, 10 through like one in the afternoon because yeah. everyone's at work, yeah. you know, like That's the, how I do it. literally. And, uh, one of the big, like, a lot of people don't realize is, like, once that 4 o'clock hits, that's right. when people start getting released. Yeah. You know, we get off at 3.30, and when we, before, like, and I think that's a little early. You know, most people work at 9 to 5, yeah. or whatever, unless you're doing, like, blue-collar, you know, construction work, you're up right. at 5 till 2 or whatever. Right. But, uh, overall, like, 4 through 8 o'clock is going to be the worst time to be spending out in public. Right. Realistically, like, that's just, when everyone's off work, it's going to be the most crowded you know, it's just not, it's, to me, it's just not a good time to go out. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. So, but that's how, that's how I do it, though, is we just, like, get up before, before work and go grocery shopping. Right. You know, especially because, like, I, I tried my best to, like, free up my weekends of, like, any extra shit, mm-hmm. like, at all, you know, so it's, like, if we get the grocery shopping done during the week, I want to do that if we can, you know, anything extra that we have to do. Right. You know, like, we've been going back and forth with our landlord trying to renew our lease. So, you know, we're, like, signing papers back and forth. You know, so I'm getting up, making sure I leave early to go drop all that stuff off before work. Right. You know, and, uh, yeah. And, like, when I was doing in therapy, all that was before work, you know. And it works out for them, too, because they have openings in the middle of the week for 10, 11, 12 o'clock. You know, because, like you said, that's when everyone's at work. Right. You know. I don't know. I, I don't complain about the second night either because, like, that's a big thing that, like, happened when they first started talking about going to the, the 410 was our, it was, like, 4.30 in the afternoon to 3 in the morning or something like that, 2.30, mm-hmm. something like that. And then everyone was complaining because it was, like, too late to start in the day. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Right. You know? And they're like, we have kids. I'm like, I got a kid, too. You know, like, I don't. Uh, yeah. I, if anything, that's, yeah, you're not seeing them directly after school every day, but guess what? You get to spend the whole day with them Friday after they get off school. Right, and then you know? you're there with them in the morning for when they uh, have to get up to go to school. Exactly, and that's honestly even bigger, seeing them right. every day before they leave for school. Yeah. And then you do. it's not even the fact you don't even get to see them after. You only get to see them for like an hour after school. Right. You know, but like you're still seeing them. Right. You know, it's... And then you get a whole day more with them. Right. You know, and realistically, either way, working that shift, you weren't seeing much of them anyways. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, so I said to the guy, uh, like one of the guys who was talking to me about this, I was like, so you'd rather just stay working five days a week? And he said, yeah. I was like, dude, what? That makes no sense. I was like, if you want, if you guys want to talk to them, because they were like talking about like having a meeting with them about our, our change. You right. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm down for, if you, if you want to switch around the hours some way, like if you want to talk to them about starting at one in the afternoon and then, know to whatever time right that's fine with me but i i'm all i want the four days Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what i want i don't care what the hours are i don't care if you want to do 12 at night till fucking 10 in the morning right i don't care you know i'll do whatever you know Mm -hmm. even if they wanted to move us to first shift schedule i don't care you know Mm -hmm. it's just having that fourth day off is just oh so much better yeah and by level, everyone sees 10 hours, and they're like, oh. Exactly. And it's really not that bad. No, because dude, realistically. Two more hours. Two more hours of doing the same thing. Because, I mean, 90% of places start cleaning up 30 to 45 minutes before exactly. they, the shift end any, anyway. So exactly. you're literally only adding another hour onto your thing. Right. And realistically, by the end of your day, you should be almost done with your work anyways. Right. You know? So you're slowing down or whatever. And then you get to sit there for an extra hour. And right. guess what? You have to sit there for an extra hour and 15 minutes every day. But then you get a whole entire extra day off for the weekend. Exactly. You know, you get to see your uh, your family a whole day longer. Yeah. You know. But I think I think what it really is is uh, that people just don't like change. You know, and I'm one of these people too. But I'm change also change is a benefit. Change for benefit isn't bad. I'm also know? yeah yeah 100 percent exactly and that that yeah that's what I was gonna say is that like I'm all for risk versus reward. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. You know, like I said, I'm not good with change either, but it's like if I could justify the change, it's like, yeah, my girlfriend's going to have to go to sleep without me from now on, mm-hmm. you know, but I get a whole extra day with everybody, you know, mm-hmm. that's huge. 
Right. You know, the risk versus the reward. You know. Oh, so. but yeah, uh, I mean that's, I don't, yeah, no, it probably just is to change things. You know, that's yeah, that's hard for a lot that's of people. What I think it is too. Yeah, and I hate when they fucking use that excuse because you could tell like when the guy was like when he said that he's like, well, we got kids. He, he, you could see that like he, you could tell he's like talking down to me. Right. You know, and it's like. I got kids too, motherfucker. Like, what are you trying to say? Right. You know, you know like and then not... I, when I said that, because I was like, dude, I got kids too. That's what I said, right? Yeah. And then you, he was like, you know. And yeah. Just like, because I'm young doesn't mean right. I don't have life experience. Right. Like, that, that's the whole thing is they think that if you're young, you don't have that experience. Exactly. So you don't know what it's like. Right. But no, if, if anything, I'm sorry. Like, this generation of young has, like, and I'm not talking like the, the 14 or 15 year olds, the, the people who were born from. You know, 96, pretty much to 03, all pretty much, I don't know, like, there, I I, I feel like everyone in that range, maturity rate was so much higher than everyone in histories. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, like, but me, people of these ages right now from 19 to 23 are some of the most, like, uh, like you think most of them are full-grown adults. We're gonna have to, we gotta stop this, again. Oh, pause again? Yeah. Uh, um, yes. Actually, yeah, I do. Because, like, realistically, every day when I get home from work... Uh, you know, you always feel like, though there isn't time to do shit, but there is, and you just don't ever use it correctly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I mean, yeah, no, I don't ever have any free time, but I really do, though. You know, like, I get every day after from pretty much 4 o'clock till 9 o'clock, every day, five days a week, and then I get Saturday and Sunday. Right. You know, that that's plenty of free time. Yeah. You know, like, for me, I can go and play basketball. I can go hang out uh, with my coworkers and chill and shoot the shit with them or whatever, and I can still get home at a timely time every night. The, yeah. To me, that's free time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's literally just, like, just a normal, uh, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, time, like, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I have plenty of free time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was just talking about this with Ray. Because he was saying that, um, uh, he was like, like, why? I don't have time, you know? And, uh, you know, and she is super busy. She, you know, she take care, takes care of a child every mm-hmm. day. You know, it's not easy to do. And, but I was like, I'm like, Britt, you do have some time, though. And she's like, no, I don't. And I was like, all right, well, show me your screen time. You know, like, on her phone. Right. How much time she's spending on the phone. And she's like, no. Right. You know? I'm like, exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. That, that's free time. You know, yeah, a lot yeah, of people, exactly. that, like, yeah. just scrolling through uh, Instagram or Snapchat is free time. You, yeah. You're taking the time that you have free to just scroll through that. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you got to look at it. If you're trying to have more free time, you got to use that time better. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're spending an hour on your phone every day because it gives you solace and your, your feed is curated in a positive way, you know what I'm saying? Uh, there, there is no, there's nothing wrong with taking solace in that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't use, you can't say that you don't have free time if you're on your phone for an hour. You can easily cut, only be on your phone for 30 minutes, and now you have an extra 30 minutes every day to do whatever, whether it's exercise, working out, walking, right. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't realize that those two or three minutes you spend scrolling through your phone every day add up. Yeah, you know, exactly. a lot of people spend two or three hours on their phone every day, and that's just not even the time that they spend just sitting in their bed on their phone. Exactly. You know, after exactly. work, yeah. like it's right. Like yeah. it's it's a lot of just I'm on my phone, got to call somebody, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and that may you know that may not necessarily be uh uh using it badly, like calling somebody or having a phone call, but that still is your free time. Yeah. You know. So, but, yeah, it's, a lot of people take for granted that. Yeah, you spend a lot of time on your phone? Yeah, a little more than I would say. I probably have to charge my phone twice a day. Yeah, but you yeah. got an old phone. I got, I do got an old phone. My phone's from, like, 2018, so. Yeah. But, uh, overall, like, I wake up, and I go on my phone right away, and I'll put on a YouTube video, and I'll sit in my bed and watch YouTube for, like, an hour before I even get up. Yeah. You know, and then I'll get up or whatever, and I'll go upstairs, sit there, talk to mom and dad, and then I'll go back downstairs and go on my phone for a little bit play xbox or whatever like yeah i I would say yeah i probably spend like three hours every day on my phone yeah yeah for me it's like screen time wise is very very minimal like uh if we were to look at my screen time it'll be high because i watch a lot of podcasts and shit especially like my youtube screen time would be really high because i watch a lot of my uh, yeah but it's just like sitting there yeah it's while i'm at work you know, it's literally just playing it's my headphones while I'm at work. Right. You know, but, like, the time that I spend literally scrolling on, on social media is literally minutes a day. Like, maybe 30 minutes a day. Right. 
Yeah. And it's in those short little stunts that you were talking about where it's like, uh, oh, breaks in four minutes. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just sit for four minutes just going off. Right. And then, you know, I'll do that maybe twice while I'm at work, you know, and then I may do ten minutes when I wake up in the, in the, in the bed like you were saying. I right. I may get on my phone for ten minutes while I'm trying to wake myself up. And a lot of that is even, isn't even really scrolling social media, checking my notifications, checking my emails, you know, doing all these things that I do when I wake up in the morning. Right. And then I'm on the computer working until 12 o'clock. And then from 12 to 12.30, sometimes, like, if Fritz make a breakfast, then I'll sit on my phone for a little bit. And I'll, like, a lot of times I'll get my daughter and uh, we'll watch my Snapchat stories together. Right. Because a lot of my friends have animals and they're always posting their animals. Okay, so yeah. So there's always dogs and cats in my feed on uh Snapchat, and then right. other people have babies too, and she loves babies, mm-hmm. so they're, they're they're always posting pictures of that too. <laughs> so we'll watch those every morning together. Hell yeah! And then that's basically my screen time for the day, you know. But to that bad that being said, I do watch TV every day though. Yeah. You know, and so it's like the time. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to sound like I'm a saint because the time that other people are using to scroll on their phone, I'm just watching TV instead. Right. You know, because I I probably watch two hours of TV a day. Yeah. Realistically, like. Mm- like, if you look at how long my TV's on every day, yeah. you know, like, I mean... Your TV on right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even home. Yeah, like, my yeah. Ex, if you go on Xbox right now, I'm looking like every tag, it probably says I'm on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, I don't know. It's, yeah, no, like, overall, I would say, like, my biggest thing is, like, YouTube. You know, I use a lot of... I, I spend a lot of time watching creators that I support. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and especially if, like, I get that notification that they just posted, yeah. like, I'll make sure I click on it to make sure I'm, like, one of the first ones and I'll comment, you know, early, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, just, like, because I give that support to the people that I enjoy watching. Yeah. You know, so, I, like. I always like those comments. Yeah. I've never commented. I've only commented on one YouTube video in my whole entire life, and we talked about it. It was the Dana White thing. Yeah. Yeah, so only time. I, I don't, uh, like, even when I watch Twitch. Really? You, yeah. you don't, you don't, like, I, chat? I don't, I don't do that, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I donated for the first time. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking. I thought about donating money to Is OnlyFans. It... <laughs> dude, there's this fucking girl, bro. Dude, Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 And she's not even famous. Like, she's just a random girl I found. And she's just the hottest fucking thing ever. And I, I want to buy her fucking OnlyFans. But I'm like, I've never used OnlyFans before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to register my card. To buy this one account. Right. You yeah. Know, no, I'm so not gonna go through all these stuff. I've only ever had one OnlyFans subscription and it was free. Yeah. Yeah, because it was like, here, get my free week of OnlyFans. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'll look at it. It's yeah. just free porn. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I look at it and she was hot as shit. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah. You know. So for that week, I used that, and then after that, that was that. That was yeah. the only OnlyFans subscription I've ever had. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah, I've never donated money to like any anybody, but I bought merch. But if uh, if you are like. Trying to do that, you get like free shit, like uh, and I know this sounds weird, but like Pornhub will do the free week of Pornhub Premium, yeah, yeah, you know, and they want a credit card, right? You know, whatever. Just get like if you ever have like a Visa card yeah, that yeah, has yeah. like like thirty cents on it, just use that, right? You know, like it literally is like because they'll check to make sure there's like twenty cents on it, yeah, and then if there's twenty cents, they're like, okay, it's a card, right? You know, yeah. and then it'll they'll allow it through, yeah. Oh, I think that was another thing with the with the OnlyFans, they're not accepting Mastercard anymore. So it has to be like Zelle, Cash App. Pay, oh fuck that! PayPal. Fuck that. Or cryptos. Yeah, Bitcoin. Yeah. Dogecoin, you know, cheap so coin, whatever the like, fuck that is. I was like, yeah, no, no. no. Yeah, no. That not, one's pointless. Right, literally. Pointless. I bet I could Google this person OnlyFans, yeah, and yeah. I bet it's free. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Reddit. I bet Reddit has it. Yeah. But yeah. So, but so uh, after talking about porn, let's talk about mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, somewhere about the midway point about, uh, on every show, we like to shine a light on a new mental illness, talk about it, and, uh, you know, sh- shine a light on something new. So, this week, we, uh, we picked paranoia. Okay? And I thought this would be a little bit interesting. Do you, uh, just off the, the, the top, do you have any experience with what you know of paranoia? I mean, from what I know... I mean, small occurrences, you know, just yeah. being like, just freaked out. Like, every car that passes you is at a cop or, you yeah. know, type just like everyday paranoia. But like living in paranoia or having that like be a big part of my like uh, mental, no, yeah. you know, okay. luckily, yeah. no, that's good. You know, so like overall, I've always felt pretty comfortable. I felt pretty, felt pretty safe. 
Yeah. You know, I've never felt like that we were in trouble or anything like that. So, I mean, yeah, no, no. No real paranoia in my life. Okay. Hell yeah, that's, that's good, dude. Yeah. I've definitely lived some periods of my life where uh, I'd like with extreme paranoia. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I could assume you yeah. had some pretty bad experiences. Yeah. And it may not even necessarily be like unreasonable either. You know what I mean? Like to have that paranoia that that yeah. person might come back after you, you know, yeah. like type of thing. Yeah, exactly. And, and, that, and that's why I, I didn't even put it together when we were, when I was putting all this together that my experience with it versus this. There's only one thing that came up when I was putting it all together, but yeah, no, when there towards the end when I, uh, of my addiction, there was a good like few months where I was like starting to hang around with a very shady crowd and things were uh, uh, super paranoid because I don't know if you knew this or not, but me and my ex, we split up the last like three, four months before I got went into rehab. Like we weren't together anymore. Okay. And, um, she only came back because I got sober. Because she gave me the ultimatum. She, she said, like, me or the pills. Right. And then I chose the pills. Right. And so uh, so she, she wasn't really around more. She, like, she would respond when I would text her because I was fucking very neurotic and emotional. Right. You know, and she would stay in touch because she obviously she cared for me. So, but, um, yeah, those few months, it was just like, I, everywhere I went, everywhere I was, every, everything was just out to get me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, I guess I have. But anyway, so Google has this defined as an emotional connect, uh, condition characterized by delusions of uh, persecution, unwarranted jealousy, exaggerated self-importance uh, that's typically elaborated into an organized system. It may be an aspect of chronic personality disorder or drug abuse or, or serious conditions such as schizophrenia in which the person lo loses touch with reality. So that's what Google has it defined as. And uh, as far as Google definitions go, that's actually probably one of the best ones that we've seen so yeah, far. Yeah, that's actually pretty descriptive. You know, um, not sure how accurate it is because I don't deal with it, but it sounds good. At right. Least, you know. <laughs> uh, so it also goes on to say in psychological uh, psychology, paranoia is when someone wrongfully believes that other people are trying to harm them or when they believe themselves to be much more important than they really are. Okay, I guess that's all right, yeah. Wait, did this just stop? No. No. All right. Uh, so this information is actually coming from uh, Webster MD, I believe, yeah. Uh, so... Um, so I, I wanted to know, like, the actual symptoms. Like, what are the actual side effects of like paranoia, right? And so this is what they have to say about the symptoms. Is uh, It says that it can affect a person's thought process, perceptions and feelings, sleeping patterns, ability to communicate, ability to focus and complete tasks, and ability, ability to relate to others, which makes sense. If you're living in a, you know, a paranoid state, you probably aren't going to be very uh, coherent. Right, you're not gonna be able to talk very well, or if you are, the things that you're gonna saying aren't gonna make sense. Right, you know it. You know uh, the ability to relate to others, obviously, because if you're thinking that someone's always out to get you, you're not gonna be trying to connect to anybody. Mm -hmm. You know, so a lot of this seems on par. You know, sleeping patterns. Obviously, you're not gonna sleep if you think someone's trying to kill you. Right, right. So I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? So there really isn't much information. Uh, uh, about paranoia itself because it, a lot of it's saying that like a lot of paranoia is a side effect of something else. Mm -hmm. It's part of a bigger picture, you know. But it, it does have some more symptoms. So it goes on to say um, uh, a lack of motivation, slow movement, change in sleep patterns, low libido or sex drive, a lack of self care, disorganized thinking, changes in the body language and emotion, withdrawing from family and friends. Uh, hallucinations and delusions. So basically, what we were just everything that we were just talking about, you know. So, um, so some common emotions that you're gonna feel while you you the person are feeling uh, paranoid or going through some type of paranoia is that you're gonna be upset, anxious, angry, confused, uh, being suspicious of those around you, believing that someone is trying to hurt you or you know, follow you, whatever, fearing that someone is following, chasing, uh, poisoning you, or otherwise plotting against you, 
uh, feeling as if someone else is controlling your thoughts or actions, feeling if their thoughts are disappearing or being taken away from them, uh, su- uh, suicidal thoughts and behavior. So the feeling as if their thoughts are disappearing or being taken away from them. Dude, this is the fucking scariest feeling I've ever felt in my life. When I like go- slip into like these episodes that I get, this, this happens to me. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so so th- this happens to me, and it's a very scary feeling. Or sometimes I feel like I get ideas that aren't my ideas. Right. You know what I'm saying? You remember what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was done saying what I was saying. But so, yeah. So I, I, I feel that. And it's a very, very scary feeling. And there's no way to, like, describe it other than just saying what it is. There's, right. There's, like, no way to, like, convey the emotion or feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I feel for that. That, that sucks. That really sucks. You know, and then so I was, you know, obviously seeing all these side effects and all that. I was like, okay, what can you do if, if you are someone who's suffering from some type of paranoia? Like, what, what is it that you can actually do to help yourself? You know, and they say this. Uh, paranoia can be a lifelong condition, especially if paired with schizophrenia. But treatment can help relieve the symptoms. If a person stops the treatment at any point, their symptoms may return. It can take time to find the best approach, which may be a combination of treatments. The right combination depends on factors such as why symptoms are uh, present, how severe they are, and a person's age. It helps if the, per- uh, the person and their doctor are able to work together to develop and tweak the treatment plan. So, um, it's basically just saying therapy, right? But I feel like also, it doesn't say anything about like drug prescriptions, but I would imagine that like anxiety medications would help with this. Uh, at least that would make sense to me because I feel like that's where a lot of this is going to uh, stem from is anxiety, right? But I also, uh, so I heard earlier in the week some information that really fucking has helped me with, with my anxiety. And it's just, uh, it's just a perspective switch, you know, mm-hmm. and this, this is very impactful for me. Uh, they, they said, I can't remember who it was that said it. Oh, it was on Joe Rogan with uh, Chris Stefano. Right. The episode that just came out. Um, he said, Joe Rogan said, um, anxiety is uh, insanely selfish because you're always just worried about yourself. Like, whoa, what's going to happen to me? What am I going to do next? What about, what, you know, it's always just about me, my, me, 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 and how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And that was super enlightening for me to hear because, like, my whole goal and everything that I'm working on with myself right now is being uh, is to stop being selfish, to right. be selfless, right? So hearing that gave me a point of reference to attack my anxiety from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I've never had like a direct attack. It's always just like like a fishing net. It's like I know I have all these tools I can use to help cope with it. You know, but and it's just a matter of trying to see which one's gonna help that day, right? And then with this having this direct approach, I don't know. It's made my made made me be able to control my anxiety a lot since hearing this information, because I just tell myself, "Why are you just being fucking selfish?" And that's something I've been saying to myself for a very long time. So I know how to deal with that. I know how to you know go about attacking that problem. Right. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that that information can help some of you guys. You know, because it, it's fucking it's helped me. So you uh. Do you have any issues with anxiety? Well, the anxiety, of course. You know, I feel like, well, I don't know. I, I feel like I get a lot of anxiety anxiety playing Overwatch for no reason. Yeah. You know, like, I'll be sitting there, I'll be fine. Like, last night, you know, we get done playing D&D, whatever, I'm feeling good. I sit down, and instantly, as soon as I load the game up and I get into my first game, I start shaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like that, am I going to lose? You know, like, and I, and that's why I struggle to play so many, like, online games against other people now. Mm-hmm. Is that... I have this such strong feeling of if I'm if I'm losing, then it's not right. Right. You know, and I hate that feeling. Yeah. So a lot of single player games and shit have been my stuff recently. Yeah. And I, Overwatch is the only first person game that I can play first person shooter that's like competitive like that because it's just like a social game. You know what I mean? You can, I can talk to other people and shit and have a good time. Yeah. And that's a big part of it. But like overall, like I'll get on there and I'll I'll, I'll feel it. My legs will start shaking. Right. And then right. as I'm playing the game, I'll feel my hand. You know, like shaking and shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, what? Why? Why am I? It, it, a lot of people know it too. They call it. They call it Overwatch anxiety. 
Really? Yeah. Like, it's, I've like a, it's like a phenomenon. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, and it's like, I, I've talked to people who get that while playing the game, too. Yeah. You know, and it's crazy, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, like, what it stems from. Yeah. You so, know? Because I get kind of the same thing, like, when I play, like, uh, Elden Ring or games that I'm, like, emotionally invested into. Yeah. You know, but it's like, it's like a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? But what you're describing doesn't sound like a good feeling. No, it isn't enjoyable. It it's not enjoyable, but it's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me... It's always just like why is it is it similar because you played R six yeah you know like when you're playing R six and then you see that you know one v five pop up right. on the screen yeah and, you know all your teammates are dead you see it's no like, it's not the same it's as not that the same. because like that that for me in that moment it's like all right here's where I'm gonna prove I'm a badass yeah you know what I but like. you don't have that anxiety that that swells up inside no you because that. realistically it's I'm either gonna pop the fuck off or you all suck because I just lost a one v five like why'd yeah. you all die yeah you know what I mean yeah. no so I I I, uh, I definitely approach it like that too but there's like this uh like anxiety that swells up inside of me that like and from there is where i draw my power to fucking clap you know right. what i'm saying it's like i'm using that and that those emotions to mm -hmm. fuel my performance in the game right you know what okay I'm i mean yeah okay I, I could see that like for me i kind of do use it for like people especially when i'm firsting someone who i know or i know is going to be good yeah you yeah. know I, I use that to my advantage like right. there'll be times where i feel like because uh actually this happened yesterday okay and uh, i played like three games yesterday and one of them was like super intense like we had a good team they had a good team yeah, it was like yeah. close like close as shit like us snipers were just doming each other and doming each other oh, and doming okay. each other yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh Literally at one point, like they switched to a character called Tracer, yeah. and she only has 150 health, and my person does uh, uh with a headshot does like 155. Okay. So I can one shot her, uh -huh. and I literally, like I'm getting a power boost from uh, one of our healers, yeah. and I snipe the uh, the sniper, uh -huh. and I 180 headshot the fucking Tracer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just domer, bro. And like for me, I, in that moment, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like going right. through, like I'm fucking tryharding, you right. know. And it, it just like in those moments, like yeah, I do use those moments to like power you through it, you know, yeah. to like hit those shots. Because in the moment, you're like, get the fuck off yeah, me, yeah, get yeah. the fuck off me, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like uh, I've had a few of those, and like actually, I could probably talk about these for hours. Yeah. But there's one other one that I had where these dudes were trying to like spawn camp us. Yeah. And like I'm not lie, they were shitting on us because like. Uh, in Overwatch, it's very common to use mouse and keyboard adapter yeah. against controller, right. and that is physically unfair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. uh, controller gets aim assist, but uh, mouse and keyboard is so much more smooth. You yeah. get so much more opportunity for clean aim. Yeah. You know, and if you're good at it, you're going to be ultimately better than anybody who's on a controller. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, just to pr uh, back your point, just like like I recently have gone from PC or from console to PC uh -huh. and I always heard this and I was like oh it can't be that much different right. dude it's night and day it's like uh, the controller is so clunky when it comes to aiming and you see it in kill cams yeah, like there's yeah. a difference like the aim where it's like instead of like yeah, it's yeah it's so clean on on the mouse dude. right oh god it's beautiful but this dude was like rushing into our spawn and he had like the pocket and there was another dude with him or whatever yeah. and it's 1v3 yeah and they're just trying to kill me because i'm like oh I, I hate to call myself a good player but i'm above average player yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like they're yeah, they're definitely are, a good player bro. and uh like there's rankings to them you yeah. know and like the average player is like i would say like gold to platinum right you know like i sit in masters which is yeah. too higher than that right and uh like, these dudes, they're rushing me in the spawn. All I have is a dynamite stick that I can shoot. It blows up, lights people on fire. Right. And I have a coach gun, but yeah. it's, it's like the two-barrel little uh, shotgun that it shoots. It's like a knockback gun. It yeah. gives you, like, it'll shoot you in the air right. or it'll shoot somebody backwards. And uh, they and I have my ultimate, yeah. you know, and they rush me in the spawn as I'm coming out. So I hit a dynamite. I light him on fire. I turn, headshot the one, kill him, yeah. and I throw my ultimate. And my ultimate's, like, uh, it's a... It's a physical, like, person. His name is Bob. Okay. Literally, it's oh, called yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ash, you played Ash. Yeah, yeah. And I throw my Bob out, and it hits the soldier in the air. I shoot him out of the air so he dies, uh -huh. and then I kill the Mercy, and I 1v3'd them. Yeah. You know, it was a Genji and a soldier versus, uh, and a Mercy pocket versus an Ash, and I killed all three. And in that moment, you just got that, get the fuck off me! Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck off me! Yeah. Like, no matter, like, even if you lose the game at that point, you yeah. won that moment, you've won the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. It's just that kind of that yeah. kind of feeling. Dude, I've had I've had a whole entire game on R six like that. We were playing ranked, and it was a two v five. Everybody left but me and one other guy. Mm -hmm. You guys won. won. We fucking won, bro. Oh my oh, god, dude! And because every game was like that. It was every game. You know, you're gonna 
you're getting three, four kills in a match. You right. have to to win. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's those things where you're just snapping, you're just fucking clapping on those kids, bro. It feels so good. Did, like, that, was that person like in game chat at all or anything? Was yeah, that, my teammate. Me yeah. And talking to each other. That's the only reason why we were able to do it. Yeah. Because you know, we were able to plot, you know, plans. Right. And, you know, and use reinforcements correctly right. and shit. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's good. That's yeah. good. But that's one thing I enjoy about Overwatch so much is there's no other game really with the kind of social compatibility yes. as Overwatch. Yes. Yep. Um, and it's and then see like with R six you can still get away with the, the the you know the solo guy. Yeah. Like he can just win every match every if you're that good. Right. You don't have to do the reinforcements. Blah blah. blah. But with uh, Overwatch, if you have that everyone's working together element. Dude, you guys are unstoppable. Yeah, it doesn't it, it, how good the other players are. If you guys could work together and all communicate on what to do, it's it's a whole it's a, it's an entirely different game. Yeah, you know, and that's why I play the way I do because like Overwatch, they have a they have a thing in their game that I've only ever seen on one other thing, and it's uh, Xbox has it, the looking for group. Yeah, you yeah. know. And uh, Overwatch has that within their game. Right. That you can create a group, and then people can just join your game, and you all like you can put in the title Mike. So right. everyone that joins has a mic, yeah. and then everyone starts talking. Boom! You start the game, get the team going. Right. You know, yeah, and it's you can find a six stack to run with in literally less than five minutes. Yep. You know, and to me that there's no other game like that. Yeah. And then also that social aspect, you get to because it isn't just a six v six. They have a workshop now, and yeah. where you can create. There's Flappy Bird in Overwatch now. Yeah. yeah you know, like yeah. it's you create all these other things, and it brings this entire community together. Yeah. You know. And uh, that's really one big thing now with Overwatch 2 coming out. Is this, they brought the community uh, together so much because Activision bought Blizzard. Mm-hmm. You know about that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, they... Uh, Overwatch 2 got pushed back to 2023. Yeah. And then Activision bought it. And we're like, no, they have this much done. Whatever, we'll put out a beta or right. whatever. And it just, to me, it wasn't as good. Right. But it's that, like... It's starting to bring that community back because yeah. Overwatch was the game of the year in 2017. You know, right. it's it's always had this strong the people who play it play it right, community. Right, right, right. Like a lot of people know each other's names. Like I know quite a few people. Like I'll queue into a game, and I'll know two people on the other team. Right, right you right. know, type of community. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 different. It's not like yeah. most others. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. But uh, there's you can get the same feeling, but it's even better in real life. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Like, there was many moments in soccer mm-hmm. where it's like we're down, you know, by like two goals or whatever. There's still 15 minutes left. And the other team's just kind of like like mowing you guys over. Mm-hmm. And like, for like me, I'm a, I was always on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was my strong suit. But I was good on offense, too. Right. Like, I was like, I would have five, six goals every year, even though I was a defensive player. Right. You know, and maybe, no, not every year. That's a bit of exaggeration. But I would have at least a goal every year. And I'm a defensive player. Right. Right. And then so, like, there was multiple times where I'm like, just give me the fucking ball. And they're like, why? No, and I'm, just give me the fucking ball. And I'll go out and make something happen. Right. And then you get that, that just that euphoria feeling where mm-hmm. it's Are like, you, you're doing, you said, like, get the fuck off. Yeah. You know? That's why I like basketball so much is because yeah. you get that, you get that feeling quite often. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I feel bad because it was just, the, the games weren't good with Bubba. We went out to the park at uh, in DeKalb, yeah. and uh, it was a uh, it was very competitive, and the people who were way grades above us, uh-huh. but I was doing decent, and they just wouldn't pass Bubba the ball because yeah. we were guarding each other on opposite teams. Oh yeah, and uh, I made one right on Bubba's head. Yeah, yeah, like sunk a three, like he jumped up for it and everything. Yeah, and like I was talking, like I got past the ball, I see Bubba. Whoosh, take off, go to swat the fucking ball, and right. I just let it go. Yeah. And they were like, lockdown! Yeah. And just that shit sinks in, and everyone's like, ah! Yeah. And I feel bad because, like, Bubba was like, they, they weren't giving him the opportunity to have right, a good right, game, right, right, you right. know? And for me, I was having good games, yeah, and yeah. I felt bad. Yeah. But, like, overall, for me, that's a that's a good moment, you yeah. know? I should be like, but I, it's weird. It's just, yeah. you know. You up on right, yeah. I, I'm, no, because, like, overall, he's still better than me. He has yeah. the dribbles and whatever. He just has to get back into it. He just yeah. has that lack of motivation. Yeah. Like, for me, I, I could be out playing basketball every single day. You know what I mean? But, like, realistically, like, that's just not, he just doesn't have the motivation for it yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, and because he used to, dude, he used to ball up all the time at the park. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was always, he was always the big person, always down at the park, always yeah. playing basketball. You know. Yeah, that was nice. That was the nice thing about like having Bubba growing up, because there was just too much of an age difference between me and him growing up. You know. Right. And then so, uh, like with Bubba, having Bubba there, I always had that someone to play with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he, like you said, he was always good enough to keep up. Right. Which was always really nice because, uh, you know, our family, my mom, mom was always 
did the thing where it's like, hey, mom, I'm going to the park to do it. All right, take your brother. Right. You know, and then so, uh, you know, Bubba would always end up having to come with me, but it was never a big deal because he was good enough to play with all of us older kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that always made everything feel like a plan. Hell yeah. And on top of that, like, uh, it was always nice, too, because I I always ended up getting the fights all the time. Right. Know? So and then I you always, always had, had backup. Someone, someone with me. Yeah. And Bubba <laughs> knew how to fight, too. Yeah. You know? So it was always just nice to have that that other person there, right? You know, but yeah, yeah. No, that's nice. I mean, I'm yeah. That's I mean, I miss those park days. Man. Yeah. Well, let's round, let's round this up. All right. All right. So uh, we got all this information from Google and uh, Merriam Webster. Okay, uh, under paranoia. All right. So uh, let's do our weekly affirmations. What's something that you want to work on about yourself for the next week? Um. I don't know, um, I'm, I think I'm probably just going to go with the same thing. Just try to keep on staying going outside. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh, I, I did a little bit last week just because it was shitty outside most days. You know, it was raining and not fun. But uh, any day I could, I tried to get outside. But, like, overall, it wasn't much. You know, yeah. I need to try and keep it going. I ate a lot of food over the week. I can see it. You know, so um, I need to get back out there and start running around a little more. Yeah. Uh, nice. All right. Uh, yeah, I want to work on just being a little more present being a little bit more mindful. I feel like these past few weeks, I've kind of let it slip away a little bit, you know, and I found my, I just found, I've been finding myself very distracted, uh-huh. you know, but in a good way, but it's nonetheless, it's still taken away from everything else. Right. Right. So I just want to practice being more mindful, just checking in, you know, with, with myself in, in the moment. Right. Right. All right. I think that's going to be everything then. All right. Yeah. So thank you guys all for viewing, watching, listening, subscribing. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, anywhere on the social medias. Uh, other than that, just leave us a comment. Tell us what you guys think about the show, tips, advice, uh, a mental illness you want us to cover, bring, you know, shine a light to. Uh, other than that, we love you all. Drive safe, work safe, be safe. Peace. Peace.